Hello, my fans, friends. Welcome to the Rich Terring podcast feed, powered by ACAS Plus. Thanks to everyone who's come to see the Can I Have My Ball Back tour so far. It's been going really well. I've got a four-star review in The Standard, four-star review in The Telegraph, who once called me the worst comedy experience of the year, so that's a turnaround. Uh, people have been coming, people have really been enjoying it, and it's getting better and better. The only gigs this week are both in Pocklington, the town I was born in, near York. Uh, there's a couple of tickets left for the evening show and a few more tickets left for the matinee, I think about 4.30. But love to see you there, Yorkshire. Pop along, check richardherring.com slash ballback slash tour or richardherring.com slash gigs to see if I'm coming near to you. There are tickets left for nearly every show in the tour. I think Norwich has sold out. Uh, and a couple of gigs in London could do with your support as well. Anyway, please listen to the podcast. Do spread the news about the podcast to your friends. Listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. <laughs> now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre, where there has been an emergency. Please, please welcome a man who will carry on the show, whatever comatose state you manage to get yourself into. It's Richard Herring. Oh yeah, hello. Hello, welcome uh, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Or I was um, at the Hacky Sack World <laughs> Champions. Think, oh, guys. Amazingly, oh, they can kick a little thing. And, oh, they call it rehearsal amongst their comedians. <laughs> oh, that's catchy. You know? uh, so uh, last week's show, the audience were so excited they've stayed uh, for an- another week because it was so... Uh, unbeknownst to me and my guest, uh, Graham Lynn, there was a... Uh, there was an emergency in the, in the auditorium. Someone uh, collapsed. Uh, you may have... Uh, there was a guy who was slow clapping quite a lot of things, like he was a supervillain. Uh, I was a bit suspicious when he slow clapped a bit about uh, Graham's wife having an abortion. <laughs> uh, so I thought, that's a bit odd. I'll ignore it. He's clearly crazy. 
We've had some drunk people in before, actually. So it, I thought he was probably drunk. He was trying to chip in a bit. But apparently he had to eat sort of collapse. Uh, and uh, uh, he's dead. He died. He died. But we... Um, we uh, me and Sophie were talking backstage and we decided to carry on as a tribute. We're going to put a picture of him up now. Oh, lovingly, I'll hold this and then superimpose his dead face. <laughs> he's fine. He's fine. He's just uh, he's just uh, drunk. He thought he was thought he was coming to see the premiere with that woman from Ex Machina, and apparently, not that I'm obsessed with robots. So it's uh, <laughs> it was a bit of an excitement, wasn't it? Did, were you excited, audience? Yeah, we love it when people collapse. Rich. That's why we come. There's, there's the audience. They did nothing uh, when it, when that bloke. When that bloke needed a neighbour, were they there? Were they there? No. No, we weren't there, Rich. We... Was anyone scared? There's a man holding his... Or someone holding his hand. Did you help? Or you're... are you the guy? Is he back in? You saved him. What did you do to save him? Kiss a life? You put him on his side. Did he touch his willy while he was doing it? You might as well. Comatose, right? You can't get... You can't remember it. Yeah? Yeah, you're right. That was inappropriate. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you for putting him on his side. Uh, apparently, that's what killed him, though. The, the all of his sex, or everything. So you are a murderer, as well as a sex pest. And I've got you on. Someone told me you did touch his willy. That's what I meant. Might as well, eh, Andy? Eh? Give it another one. Might as well. Free, isn't it? It's a free one. So uh, let's um, let's crack. <laughs> Let's crack on. No, I'm not advocating that at all. So will you please welcome uh, a woman. She's probably best known for her appearance on Afton Show It. That is why we are... That's why most of us are here to see that. And she was also in, uh, not a proper rehearsal, but the one we did in Sligo. Yeah, the one we did in Sligo, which I can't remember the proper name of. Uh, which you probably didn't listen to, which is lucky because we're going to talk about all the same things again. Will you please welcome Sophie Hagen, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, she is. Come in, sit down. Hello. You're in the proper. This is the proper one. The big room. Yes. On there. I think at the end of the last uh, podcast, I said you might get onto this in ten years' time, <laughs> and here you are now. You've fast tracked in. Was it also because abandonment cancelled? <laughs> they, they were. They were meant to be. Then I, I chose you above abandonment in Sligo. That was my two choices in Sligo. No, because they'd gone home, hadn't they? <laughs> so well, I was I literally the they'd gone home because I'd slighted them. Um, <laughs> what is Afton Showet, which you were in? What are you saying? Afton Showet. Oh, that's just like a that's just a talk show, like a yeah. evening, like this, but was you it know, as good as this? Televised. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to film the audience, and I think I forgot to press uh, record. <laughs> it does show. Look at that. Yeah, we can use that. <laughs> then I get the cameraman fee for that. So that is. Who's uh, <laughs> the host of Afton Show It? Oh, just like regular presenters. Oh, it's yeah, just like an know. evening. I don't know. It's about the only thing you've ever done on IMDb. <laughs> you're going around like, oh, I didn't know is what it, it was. Do I have an. Do I, am I on IMDb? Yeah, you're on everything. You're on Dirty Britcom Confession. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what? We talked about that last time. It's not a very good one. Oh, there's no more. No, no more has happened. There's no extra ones, I'm afraid. Oh, wow. So what I wanted mainly to talk to you about... You're from Denmark, right? It's yes. It's in um, the north of Europe, still in the EU. Uh, <laughs> and um, why do 
the Danish people have all those extra bits of punctuation and stuff and all the... What? Why have they got all the weird... <laughs> why have you got all those weird... Like, you put a cross through an O and there's, like, little bubbles... Oh, letters. On, yeah, on bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> why have you got all those extra bits? <laughs> no one told me about the extra punctuation. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, you know, they've got the normal letters and then you've yeah. got O's with lines through them. extra. And, like, a little... It's like a bubble's coming off the top of a, yeah. an A or something. Yeah. Like it's gonna float off. Is that your impersonation? Hey, yeah, that's my of impersonation the of your Danish, your stupid Danish alphabet. <laughs> why? Why have you got that? Uh, it's uh, it, it's. <laughs> How else? It's arrogant is what I'm saying. <laughs> we might do uh, the French arrogant. They've got the uh, few accents like that. You go. Yeah. yeah it's showing off. There's no need for that. And a circumflex. That's showing off. But what you've got you loads doing? of stuff in uh, Would Danish. Would you show up? Like, would you do this if you had, like, a Russian community? Yeah, I would, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just let me show. It wouldn't be as funny, though, because Russia's a proper country, so, <laughs> so they deserve to have their own... Art. They've, they've created their whole own alphabet, that's all right. Cyrillic is a, a new alphabet. You've taken our alphabet, the English alphabet. <laughs> invented in, it was invented in England by Ian Alphabet. <laughs> and then you've added, you go, oh, it's not good enough for us in Denmark. I wish I knew... More. Yeah, well, I thought you would because like I wrote an article by yours and it was all in funny letters and stuff. So I thought, well, she must like know what they are. It's not like you would have understood it if it, <laughs> if it hadn't been that. Because we established last time basically all Danish is just saying English words in a slightly weird way. Say, like, coo, coo, that's cow. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, I never listened to the last one. No, I, I just no listened to it today, happened. so I'm, I'm right back on top of the Danish. <laughs> I'm mainly just going to ask you how you say things in Danish. Okay, how I can do that. How do you say fuck in Danish? Fuck. <laughs> we have, we use it as well. Okay. So you, which, which meaning of the word fuck would you like to... Um, I would like to mean like you're a fucking idiot. Well, we'd just say, we'd say fucking... Fucking. That's would you put an unusual bit of, like a square coming off the C or something? We pronounce it with the A with the uh, O. Oh, do you? Over. The fucking. A with the O. Oh, oh, fucking. Okay. Why do you need so many vowels? What's that? Why? What's... People think I'm being racist, but that, this is the new Britain. So this is, this is, you come over here. I think you're going to start imposing those strange acts vowels on us, make us put them into our language. This might be a very good test for the test I will eventually have to take <laughs> in order to get to stay. <laughs> okay, I thought you'd know more. I thought you'd be I wish able I to did. tell us more about the... I'm oh. quite... I like those. I like the letters. Yeah, what are like they, what's it called, the one with the bubble coming off? What's that? Uh, uh, oh. You don't even know what well, it is. Well, you said the one with the bubble coming yeah. off. I was like, which one is that? Because <laughs> we just call them... Oh, yeah. uh, eh, uh, no. Okay. So A is the word A with like the, kind of like a double A, yeah. and that's A. Or A, ah, that's the same as what we were talking <laughs> What? A. Ah. Ah, are you saying A now? A. Ah. Ah. That's the name, that's what A, a is, A. A. And A, a. is just an I, isn't it? A or an E. Yeah. No, it's A. You're not saying the sound. <laughs> a. Stop being so pretentious. <laughs> Excuse me, there's five, there's five good vowels and a Y as well, if you're feeling fancy. <laughs> Rid them, put a Y in it. Why not? I like, I like a couple of um, <laughs> So uh, I didn't know where you were born. I was hoping you were born in Copenhagen so we could talk about Copenhagen, but you've lived in Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up in Wonderful, Copenhagen. wonderful Copenhagen. Yes. Beautiful girl of a town. I went there. It's not that good. It's, it's, not, it's nice, right? It's nice. I'm not 
being racist. <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice town, but it's not. I wouldn't. I might. You might go. It's wonderful. But like going wonderful, wonderful. It's like sarcastic, isn't it? It's like when you get there. There was. Uh, what I can remember. There was. Um, like I'm not black, the ambassador, a black you know canal that. In there, is there? The what? There's a canal was a bit black. There's a mermaid in it. Oh, yeah, I know the mermaid. Yeah. I don't. I haven't looked. It just wasn't that good, and it's not good. No, that's shit. Because it's tiny, yeah. and it's just who cares? So I think you should get on to the writers of that song, because I went expecting it to be wonderful, wonderful. It was just okay. <laughs> Did you ever go to the pantomime museum in Copenhagen when you were there? No, but I went to the leprechaun museum in Dublin. Did you? <laughs> How was it? Because I couldn't it was get. Brilliant. What, 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 it was brilliant. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be really bored. But then the storyteller, she's a comedian as well, uh, Theresa Coyne uh, in Dublin, and she was so brilliant. And she was telling all these stories, and we tried to make it tell the really dark, because it's like. It's dark. Like the reason why they had these little leprechaun thingies, yeah. uh, which is official way of describing them. There's some really dark stories about like mothers suffocating their babies yeah. to, you know, really fun. So they kind of get off the leprechauns quite quickly, just into child murder. It's like there's a leprechaun, but anyway, here's what we really want to tell well, they, you about. They'd be like if a if a mother would like or. Or a father. Yeah. <laughs> if a person would like do something horrible, they'd go, "Oh, it's the leprechauns. It's because of the leprechauns." You go, "Oh, this is, this uh, this got really interesting really quickly." <laughs> Last time I spoke to you, I asked you uh, which mythical Irish being you'd rather be—a leprechaun or a Jesus—and uh, you, you didn't really know what a leprechaun was then. So this is since then you've been there. Since I've you thought about... it was a unicorn that was talking about. I recall. But now you know all about leprechauns, you can yeah. tell me more about leprechauns. Did they have pots of gold and stuff in, in the museum? Uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't real gold. Uh. I found out when I went to the jewellery. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever go to uh, the Four Valstons Museum in uh, Copenhagen? Oh, uh, no. It's, it's based on Bertolt Thorvalsden, who was a sculptor, I think. Yeah. He lived and worked in Rome. Yeah. Why is there a museum to him in there? That's like Denmark going, oh, he's from Denmark. Let's have a museum. He didn't even like Denmark enough. Again, I don't. I mean, I didn't write the Danish history. I I didn't even read it. My audience audience are uncomfortable in a way they would not have been before June the 23rd. Uh, They are... I'm going to... <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm like sweaty. I'm like shit. I need to. Just... <laughs> I like I, they won't let they won't let me back into Denmark now. I know. Well, it's sort of is worrying. I mean, it's a worrying thing for uh, uh, British comedians, UK comedians who want to go and work in Europe, which is quite a lot of. There's a lot mm-hmm. of gigs out there. But then that's it's such a. It'll be all right, right? They'll, they'll will they let you back in? You can just stay here. Well, I, can I? You can hide in my attic like a sort of Danish Anne Frank. <laughs> I'll protect you, but if they, if, they, if like Nigel Farage's pink shirts come and get us, I'll go. She's upstairs. <laughs> upstairs, mate. I'm not, not that committed. <laughs> so, wait, it's a worrying, it's a worrying time, isn't it? It's an odd time. Yeah, I think so. I think it's scary. Do you think the EU is quite good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pro. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I remain. Yeah, because you're in, the, you're still in there. But like, because the but problem... I feel selfish when I'm remain. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'll stay. <laughs> 
But Denmark is like, oh yeah, the, the Brits did it, so we might leave too. I'm like, no, 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 no. No, it's the bad Brits who did it. Yeah. You should tell the rest of Denmark that no one knows they're in it. They should keep their mouth shut until someone spots them. No one, I had to look up and just check you were in it. Because like some of those countries up there. I'm not saying all Scandinavians are the same, but... I mean, it's not really an insult, is it? Because they're all really great. So uh, all Scandinavians are the same with their good health systems and yeah. good looks. And... Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, so today, today uh, on Twitter, I noticed you did a survey, uh, we might have been this last week, asking people who are following you uh, to whether they weed in the shower yeah. and whether they brush their teeth in the shower. Yeah. And you said it was for a bet or to yeah. settle an argument. Yeah. What argument were you having and who with? Which, was, uh, which side were you thinking that's normal? It was, it was an argument with myself about okay. whether or not I was normal. Okay. Which thought, do you do? Do you do both of those things? Well, I had to check first okay. how many people thought it was disgusting before I decided to speak openly. Okay. <laughs> well, brushing your teeth in the shower is not disgusting, but it's, well, a, it's you weird. Would, some of the, the tweets I got... <laughs> disagree with you. I, I just, it's time saving, isn't it? I think that's fine, brushing your teeth in the shower's fine. I had like a huge argument with my friend who thought it was like so disgusting to, to wee in the shower and to brush your teeth. And then, well, at after, the same time, are you weeing and brushing your teeth at the same time? Well, yeah, wh- yeah, why not? That's not well, the same. Yeah, why not? You're not, oh, well, I guess you, well, I don't know. Do you always have to hold, or is that just when you. Not in the shower, no, you just let it go, yeah, you just let it go. Then I don't see the. To be problem. honest, even if I hold it, it goes wherever it wants to go now. <laughs> I mean, I'm 49 years old. Tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, six days ago. I had this, my, my friend, she told me that I was the most disgusting human being she'd ever met, and I couldn't... It turned out she thought I meant the bath. Right. I was like, yeah, yeah. well, in that case. Yeah, but if you're getting out of the bath, at least yeah, the no, plugs already out, it's all right. That'd be fine. I don't know, we in the shower. But people on Twitter were, I would, like... Raging, yeah. they were furious. Like I would never do that. It's not a good idea to shit in the shower. <laughs> no, I've not done. No, I've not done that. You'd think, think sometimes if you're a bit loose, you think, oh, that'd probably be all right. <laughs> Difficult to get it down the little hole. That's what I'm saying. It's however, <laughs> takes some work. I'm, you know, again, not always in control. Uh, now, at <laughs> the age I'm at. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, you are a podcaster well, let's talk about your podcast you do, mm. uh, we did mention it last time you do a great comedi- uh, comedian's podcast where you talk to other comedians mm. uh, and you. you also now do a podcast with Deborah where you talk about feminism Feminism. called The Guilty Feminist The Guilty Feminist yeah some fans <laughs> that's our listeners are in <laughs> <laughs> so, what, so well, you sort of start by say, you start saying I'm a feminist but and then you give yeah. the things that uh, so have you got any examples of I'm a feminist but that would work to, to explain that uh, yeah so yeah so I had I remember one they're all a bit like the point is that it's not a great a great feminist move I think one of mine was uh, I'm a feminist but I just watched a whole speech by Justin Trudeau on mute. <laughs> Deborah had one uh, saying, 
I'm a feminist, but some days my life doesn't even pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> and every time we have to prepare, because we do quite a lot of, all our shows are live, and we have to have three for each live show, and every time I go, oh, I have nothing, because I'm just such a good feminist. Oh, yeah, no, wait. <laughs> oh, I did that as well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's, it's an interesting uh, podcast. I mean, it's a very funny podcast. So you just stand up in it and, and you have a guest usually and chat about uh, yeah. about feminism. Yeah, about uh, a certain topic yeah. every every week. Now kind of women are equal though, right? So we don't, <laughs> do we need it anymore? <laughs> if anything, I'd so, say, do we not need one for men now? <laughs> to get us back to being equal? We actually, we were t- we, we've been talking a lot about whether or not we should have uh, men on the podcast uh, and we, we wanted to do one with you right. on uh, International Men's Day. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna November ask the 19th it is, apparently. I've uh, had to look it up. Uh, I did get that wrong. I did an interview with Jeff Lloyd, funnily enough, who you've just done an interview yeah. with. And uh, he asked me... I was talking about the Interma- International Men's Day. And even though I've done... On International Men's Day... On International Women's Day, I tweet it. On International Men's Day, I tweet it. I've done a routine, which I did uh, 80 or 90 times, going on about the da- actual dates. And I said it was November the 20th on that. that. So, it's, you know, that shoes you can't get something into your head just by... But then you, once, by you, once you know it, you'll never forget it. Like, I woke up on July 5th, and the first thing I thought when I saw my calendar was, oh, it's Shane from Westlife's birthday. <laughs> I'll never forget that. Ever. You're a big fan of Westlife. We talked about this on the Inslight. You, what, you still, you still need, must like, be a fan. It's on Wikipedia. It's like, Sophie Higgins claims to be the world's biggest Westlife fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, but you were, as a teenager, you were a big fan, and you did yes. the show Bubble Wrap about your, partly about your obsession with them. Yes. And your fan fiction that you used to write about them as yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, ama- I mean, it's sort of amazingly, as a 13-year-old, you're writing stuff where you half understand what sex is and... <laughs> Kind of half done quite get. <laughs> I mean, well, because I've wrote 350, and like two of them was in the show, and I picked a, like I picked some the most normal ones. <laughs> There's some really dark stuff. <laughs> the rest of them. Yeah, and you've you've got lots of them down off the internet, have you? Or have you are they still yeah, I've, all of them. All of yeah. them's gone. So the past, like the last, I think four times I did the show, I was lying when I said they're still on the internet. Right. But I managed, like, I was writing everyone. Eventually someone was like, okay, we can take them off. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I, think, I think they're still up there, but with, like, my name is removed. Okay. So, I, in theory, people could really dig into it. And, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting, because like, you are, you know, you're, you're, you're born in 1988, mm-hmm. which is just so upsetting, isn't it? <laughs> it's, uh, that's just unbelievable that you could be a functioning adult human being. I mean, it's... <laughs> Time has passed very fast for me, uh, but uh, but you know that's you. So you're of a generation where the internet is a normal thing, and and, and you, you know, all your youthful things, excesses, and lunacy goes up online, and yeah. it's kind of, you know that's that's a new thing. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, but I mean, we we would still record. I'm so happy because it happened when I was like 12, 13. Yeah. The internet in my life, uh, and before that, like I would record. I mean, all the things I recorded yeah. would have been up there. Yeah. And it's like I would write like make, like mixtapes of my <laughs> teachers, <laughs> with like, but not like not just the song, but like me talking over the song. <laughs> <laughs> hey Tina, since you left school, we really miss you. <laughs> 
I mean, you were, you were quite troubled. You were quite troubled. You it's a wonderful show. I saw, I saw uh, the show. When it, I don't think it was called Bubble Wrap the first time I saw it, or was it? But it was, maybe it was. But so I saw it in Sligo, and then I saw it right. Yeah. I saw the, maybe the second last time you did it. I think in Sligo they called it Sophie Loves Westlife because yeah. I was kind of hoping that Westlife were going to come and, yeah. and see it. Yeah. Didn't. Did none, of them, none of them came to see it? You know what? And I'm still angry about this. So <laughs> I, after the show in Edinburgh, before I was doing it at Soho Theatre, I was in a bar with my very, very, very new boyfriend, uh, now ex-boyfriend, not just because of this. But um, <laughs> and my agent texted me and said, I'm, I'm in a VIP bar. Brian's here. Come. Right. I was like, fucking hell. <laughs> I was like, listen, baby, I'm going to need to explain <laughs> this in the car. <laughs> we went to this VIP thing, and I, I went straight up to Brian from Westlife, and I said... Brian from Westlife, and he went, Sophie Hagen, Sophie Hagen, Sophie Hagen. I was like, holy shit. And he was like, your fans keep tweeting me about your show. And I said, yeah, uh, sorry about that. I may have asked them to do that. He said, uh, ugh, uh, I hate that. I need to come and see the show. Are you nice to me in the show? And well, before I was about to answer, honestly, my agent interrupted and said, yeah, she is, she is. <laughs> you you, you want to go and see the show. And, uh, and then he said, um, I said, oh, you know, my followers are really, really nice. And he said, oh, you know what? My fans are crazy. <laughs> it's like, I'm right here. <laughs> you idiot. And he never, he promised he would come and see it, and he never saw it. Aww. And then he follows me on Twitter, and then, like, nothing. Like, nothing's, you know, no, no, no. Then I tweeted about pasta and cheese, and he liked it. I was like, what do you want, Brian? <laughs> what do you want from me? How do I make you happy? <laughs> You're now more famous than Brian from Westlake. Well, I so think we should all now, tweet him that. Yeah, and so you... <laughs> he could become your stalker now. And that, has that ever happened, do you think, where someone... Has stalked someone and then the thought is flipped around and then they've gone, oh, actually, now I think about it. You know, and it's changed now because if he responded to your stalkishness when you were 13, that's a different story. But now, now, now you're in your late 20s, Brian from my life could, you know, become obsessed with you. And that I'm, would be, I'm planning, I'm, I guess yeah. my next show is about pasta and cheese. And <laughs> just to see if I can reel him in. Yeah. But it's, it's, I mean, you were sitting, there was, there's a sort of serious side to which you, you talk about in the show, because you, went, mm. you were, went to, had to go into hospital. But not because of, like, you're making it sound no. like I was such a big fan that it had to have been me. <laughs> that was an illness, it's like, this is an illness, <laughs> no one should like Westlife this much. I mean, that, someone should have pointed that out to you. <laughs> They're simply not that He's good. Sitting in a corner room, <laughs> ba, ba, baby, please. Um, but yeah, so I mean, there were other, you were... Yeah, I stopped being a fan when I was... 13, 14, uh, 15, I must be, yeah, 15. And then, uh, like, a few years later, I had a depression and was admitted. And then in the show, I kind of make that um, connection between why I think that I was a fan because I had a depression. And that was, like, what kept me busy because it was 24-7. It was everything, you know, all the facts, all the songs, all the posters, everything, and chasing them physically down the street and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think once I, like, became, like, a proper teenager without that fixation on you know, a band and reality kind of kicked in. I just got really sad yeah. without, without Westlife in my life. Yeah. I, mean, it's I mean, they were still there. I just was like, oh, when Brian left, I was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> it wasn't as good without him, I have to say, but it's, 
I mean, it's true, but it's sort of what happens to all teenagers to some degree. So that you know, you, but you know, you're sort of escaping life before yeah. you can get into it, and then life gets a bit depressing. And but there was some prob- like grown-up people also chasing them. There were right. these four women. I mean, we were we were we were kids, so we called them the roles because it was for fat women, <laughs> which is fine. Like I, you know, but that was our nickname for them. Not because they were fat. We didn't hate them because they were fat, but they had their own car. Like, ah, they can chase them so easily <laughs> and they were such like adults so they had thoughts that we didn't have like, they started their own web magazine so they could get like press access to interview them and I was like you bastards <laughs> I wish I knew how to do that so, but they were you know in their 30s and I remember yeah. one of them had like a kid with her and I was like well, you know even as a teenager I was like why are you like I get me because I'm 13 I don't know what I am or who I am but you're an adult person, but yeah. I, you know, I get why. I, I, I understand it because it is so consuming, that like being like a proper fan, and you just there's like a sport to it. I can still, like, even meeting Brian, I was a bit like, oh. Well, David's <laughs> very like that with me. So you know, David, he's, he's 55 years old. David, through, and he, you know, he works as a nuclear physicist. But most of his life is spent chasing after. He's chasing me around, <laughs> aren't you? It's just it's, ter- it's terrifying. Uh, but uh, no, they pay they pay my mortgage for me, so it's I kind of have to put up with it. It, I, it must be awful being. I know, the other day, I was just I went to uh, I was making Sunday dinner on, yesterday, and we didn't. Uh, I'd, I'd burnt my beans. You know what that's like. I was making some um, a chili. And I'd, burnt, I'd left my kidney beans on the stove too long, so I had to go and buy some kidney beans, and I was late, because I was making dinner. And I rushed down to the shop, and then this kind of guy stopped me and went, Hey! I went, Oh, hello. And then I, I went on past, and he looked a bit kind of out of it and weird. Uh, so, you know, I knew he'd probably listen to the podcast. Hi, mate. And, uh, and then he said, No, now we have a conversation. And I, I said, Well, no... I don't know who you are. I mean, I don't think I knew who he was. I said, I've got, I'm really in a rush. And then I went to Tesco and got the stuff I needed. And then I was checking out, and he was standing outside the window waving at me. <laughs> and then, no, this is, you know, I, was, I knew that he could now just follow me home. I'm not that far from home. And this guy, and it was really intimidating. Cause, what you did know, you do? Did you I, I ran out of the supermarket and ran home and hoped he wasn't following me. And so that, you know, if you're properly famous... That must happen all the time. I think that's so weird, the thing, because I once, I had a tweet from someone who said, no, an email, and I don't really, my email isn't really that public, but I got an email from a guy saying, <clears throat> I'm not a creep, yeah. but... They always say that, the one, you don't say that unless you're yeah. a creep. And then he said, so a few years or months ago, you tweeted a photo uh, of a map around your house, but you d- deleted all the names, but I recognised one of the streets. And then you recently posted a photo of, and the, of the front of your house, uh, so now I know you live in this number. Yeah. So if I was a big creep, I could realise that you live on this exact address. Yeah. So I just want you to know that there might be creeps out there yeah. who do this puzzle themselves. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that was a bit, and I took down the photos just in case, but I thought, hey, why would we're comedians. Like, people know yeah. where we are all the time. We yeah. post on Twitter, I'm right here right now. Please, <laughs> please come and find me. Yeah. Why would they want to know where we live? No. Well, oh, I guess you have like valuable stuff. 
Yeah, I'll have a lot. I'll have a lot of, I have a tiny baby, the most valuable treasure I have. But they can get babies from yeah. anywhere, can't it's they? It's easier just to steal one from a... They don't have... There's no... Because you can't tell anyone, oh, this baby is... I actually stole it from Richard Herring. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no... They will. They'll go, that, look, it's got Richard Herring's exact face, like in a carry-on film. It just keeps whining and yeah. whining and whining. <laughs> No, but, you know, people, they, they, it's, a, it's a weird thing. And people, do, you know, it's odd. Even, like, being a little bit in the public eye, you get that. And I've yeah. had the same thing where people say, I've worked out where you live and I want you to know. So that and you kind of go, you're, you've done it. Yeah, you've you done do. it. You're fucking weird. So that's, you know, sometimes people post something to my house and you kind of, you've crossed the... Oh, that's not okay. And they think they're being... Oh. You kind of, they know, but they know they've crossed yeah. the line. But is it okay if they know? Like, if, say, for example, I knew... Where Shane lived. Yeah. <laughs> if I wrote in this fictional letter last year, <laughs> I know this is a bit creepy. But I'm not a, I'm not a creep. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm doing, standing in your shower now, watching you read this. But I'm doing this show in Edinburgh. Toilet. My Edinburgh show needs an ending, so I was wondering. <laughs> I'm in Sligo, yeah. doing Richard Herring's podcast. <laughs> You know what? You know when you see yourself <laughs> from the outside and you go, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a very odd thing because I think like that fandom, it, most people get it. Most people get even if you get very fanatical about it. So, you know, I'm fans of stuff and I've been excited to meet people. And, you know, I think I talked about that. I, I, I got, when I worked at British Telecom, I got Neil Kinnock's phone number, who I'm not a big fan of, but I did ring him one night when I was drunk. <laughs> And he didn't pick up the phone, but you kind of go, that's the same thing. You know, it's sort of like, you know, you're not doing it in any uh, malicious way, but there's, a, there's still, even if you don't mean it, there's a malicious intent behind it, because it's a scary, you know, if Neil Kinney bit on the phone and went, hi, bad, bad luck in the election. <laughs> I, I know it's three o'clock in the morning, the night after you've just lost. Yeah, bye. <laughs> it would be a weird thing to happen. So, I, so. I worked in telemarketing uh, for like, fundraising in Denmark, and this was before I started doing stand-up, and I would search, because we had this big register thingy, and I would search for Danish comedians and then, like, pretend they were just randomly... And I would do that thing that we know now that people do, of going, oh, yeah, this is... And then you go, oh, where do I... Do I recognise your name? And they'd always go, no, I don't know. I was like, oh, is there really any way that I could know your name? And they'd go, no. Just tell me you're famous so I can say that I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't think any of the Danish comics know that, but well, I signed do. a lot of them up for the Danish Refugee Council. <laughs> <laughs> probably put two and two together now. They probably don't listen to this. Probably, if they do listen to this, probably, luckily, I put that buffer of extreme xenophobia against Denmark at the, at the start, which will have put, meant that only the Danish people listening to this will be now writing emails to me, or letters and posting them to my house, maybe. But it's, uh, <laughs> let's... Uh, <laughs> Let's go for it. Was, oh, I was gonna, oh, there was something that came out of that, but it'll come back to me. Uh, I'm a very old man, <laughs> just enjoying being 48. Um, wh- who would you rather died, Windsor Davis or Matthew Crosby's wife? <laughs> now, I'm guessing you don't know who either of those people. You know Matthew Crosby, but I don't think you know Matthew Crosby. I don't wife. know the Windsor Do you know person. Windsor Davis? No, I don't know. Oh, come on. I don't know any references. I have no references. I, last, last time, you, you had to... Tell me what a badger was. I did. <laughs> it's surprisingly difficult to to explain what a badger is to somebody who doesn't know what a badger is. Try could I um, could I pick and choose from any of Peppy's wives? 
Why? Because the one you would rather the other two. They married the other two. I mean, if I had, to, I mean, if I had, well, I don't know. If I had, I mean, if you I'd know, imagine not. If I had to. Yeah. Murder. <laughs> one of the wives. <laughs> Basically, when I first, um, like one of the first nights we hung out, uh, I was. They were all somewhere, and then me and Matthew were at the bar, and Matthew said, "Which one do you want?" Referring to the beer, and I was like, "Oh, uh, the tall one." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, uh, what? So, yeah. So you imagine Matthew Crosby was sort of the pimp of... uh, I was like, oh, well, funny you should ask. I haven't haven't given it my... Oh, yeah, I guess the tall one. (laughs) So, yeah, if if the tall one's girlfriend, wife... I don't think he's got... I mean, he might have a girlfriend. It's hard to imagine. he does, yeah, he does. It's hard to imagine any of Pappy's actually having sex with anyone. No, I can totally... uh, I can see that. They all look like... I mean, they all look like PG tips chimps, and that won't mean anything to you either, but they... I don't know what that is... They're literally a cr- so I've always described them as a cross between the monkeys, the pop band the monkeys, and the PG tips chimps, which is kind of, you know, it's just a coincidence both of those things are monkeys. <laughs> just a coincidence. Uh, okay, I'll ask you another, um, another emergency question. Uh, this is from Ali's Randomage. Have you ever flown a kite? No. No. No, it feels no. like a very, like a thing you do in the movies. Really? You never, yeah. not even as a. I didn't, I mean, my childhood wasn't that childlike. <laughs> like, my, my, my mom my mom has a very weird sense of logic. So she was like, well, kids' films, if you stop, wa- you'll stop watching them at some point, which means, you know, they're not that good. So why not start your own adult movies? Not like adult, but you know, like. <laughs> So I would, like, watch, as, like, a five-year-old, like, Con Air and right. Die Hard. <laughs> And just love it. So we didn't do all that playing stuff. No. That was for kids. <laughs> this is why I might. Be, this is probably why I do comedy. <laughs> just realizing. It's probably it's a good. See, it's a good question. Always because if people have flown a kite, it's, there's always an interesting story. Is there? And yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or is there just a story? No, it's, it's been a surprise. I thought that'd be a terrible question. I thought that's a funny question to ask because it's such a bad question. But it makes Ali, whoever he or she is from Ali's Randomage, who wrote 800 questions. And that's the only good one. No, they're yours. <laughs> he or she also wrote, have you ever demolished a wall or a building? I feel like good I question. have. You feel would like I you rem- have. <laughs> would I remember if I... I think you would remember, but I thought I'd murdered a little child. So, so that, that might, might... It might have been a dream where you destroyed, <laughs> destroyed a wall. I got my first kite I got when um, I, know, it's, 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 I haven't told this story I've told two kite stories it's amazing how many kind of, yes. I, wanted, I really wanted a kite I was about six or seven years old and there were green shield stamps in those days do you remember those David? you do don't you the others are going what? what are we talking about? and you collected green shield stamps at petrol stations and stuff didn't you? and then you stuck them in a book and then you went into the green shield stamp shop it was like Argos but it was they didn't, they didn't accept money they only accepted stamps <laughs> and you could get anything you wanted and I got an orange kite uh, and I was very excited and I was with my auntie Jean who isn't my real auntie so it's exciting we're already in it and uh, she was double parked outside the uh, green shield stamp shop and uh, a policeman came down and said uh, you know what's your name and she said her name was Jean Pickup, uh, which it was. And he assumed she was joking and we got cross with her because her name was Pickup. Well, hey, look at that. And look at the amazing st- kite-based store, isn't it? You can. I haven't thought about that for years. 
got a kite, that orange kite. It's good. You I can't remember flying it. You can't make fun of the police. They're not, they're not that open to jokes. They are, but it wasn't a joke. It was, that was her name. Yeah, but... So he was angry with her because he thought she was taking the piss. Well, I was polite to one, and he got angry with me. He said, what's your name? I said, Sophie Hagen, what's yours? Which was just in order to go, oh, hi, Steve. But yeah. <laughs> got very angry. He said, uh, I wish you would have kept running so we could have unleashed the dogs on you. Wow. And I said, I... What, I th- why I said, were you I running? So <laughs> <laughs> and why did they have dogs with them? Well, it, like, it, it, I think there's more. I think the interesting part of this story may have happened <laughs> just before this is what's your name? <laughs> with... I, I don't know what it, is it trespassing is that what it's called yeah well I don't know is, is it wait, or it is, is it rape and murder that you, is that, that's the word <laughs> it was there, there was a, a protest in in Ellerød in Denmark because they were sending home oh was it like 160 refugees they were sending them back okay. like people they knew were going to die the second they got back but they were still sending them back so there was this big protest where people were locking arms in front of the refugee camp now they placed the re- refugee camp right next to a military base which is really nice and the people who are you know have uh, PTSD and then like a bomb will go off it's very fun so <clears throat> so the police then um, shut off the the every entry to the protest so we had to go through people's gardens you know, and like, it was, I, I didn't realize till afterwards that the people I was with were drunk, and to them this was like a fun thing. I took it very seriously. And we were like crawling over the field and uh, through like a tiny little forest thing and through people's backyards. And uh, eventually they were, you know, we could hear the dogs, and we had to like get up and go, oh, no, no, we're here, we're here. But, and then he got really rude. And, uh, and I was just annoyed he hadn't had a chance to unleash the dogs. He said, yeah, and yeah. I said to him, you know, I don't think you're allowed to say that. I think that's illegal. <laughs> and he, was, like, he just lost it. And then he put me on some register. And, uh, but then they said, when we were kind of done and they'd registered all of us, also yeah. one of my friends, he asked him, when were you born? And he said, uh, like, uh, 1991. And I was like, really? I didn't know you were that young. And he was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> and my, when I turned around, my three friends were, like, lying on the ground with their arms over their heads. And I was like, guys, it's, it's the police. They're here to help us. <laughs> I was uh, young and stupid. And, uh, and, but then when they were done, they were like, right, now you just go home. And we're like, okay. And then we started walking towards the protest. And then when we came to the protest, we just stayed. <laughs> Nothing happened. Yeah, they can't, what can they do? I mean, they still took the refugees, but, you know. Yeah, and set the dogs on people. They were say, he said that they're not allowed to say that. Yeah. You know that moment when you realize, it's like when you realize, you know, like Santa isn't real. And you have that as an adult as well, where you go, oh, no, the, the police are good. And they go, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think it's the worst thing the police have done recently. So it's, um, <laughs> it's up, they're definitely up there. So that's all, all from the... All I'm saying is, all lives matter. They do. Danish, all Danish all lives Danish all said, middle class. See, it's a good question, the kite question. He wouldn't have got that without the kite question. Fucking <laughs> Ali, he's taken 800 questions to get there, but always it the demolish the building one. But whatever, that is still, he's done. Have you ever demolished a building or a wall? No. No, I don't think so. A tent? A tent? Did you demolish it? No, no, I left. Just, just take it down when he's after you. That's, that's less of a story. Have you ever dismantled a tent? No, just put them up, walk away. <laughs> I have to buy a tent every time I go camping. <laughs> Taking them down is the fun bit. Um. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, if you had the option, let's see if you know what these animals are. If you had the option of adopting a baby fox or a baby koala, which one would you choose? That is from hellogiggles.com. <clears throat> Well, I think it's about... Well, I went... I was in Australia, and we went to see a koala. Yeah. And they charged, like, they took, like, $20 The koala people. did. Yeah. <laughs> like, greedy little bastards. But they took, like... leaves cost a lot. That's the people, they were, like, $20 to take a photo next to it, and it was, like, sleeping. Yeah. That's a lot of money you can make. That's, like, 30 seconds, $20. Do yeah. the maths, right? Where baby foxes... You know, everyone has them <laughs> in their backyard. Right? No, they do. For the to, koala, hard to pin down. it's a money machine. So you can make money some money machine. out of the koala. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I get another one. Make them kiss. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that ethically allowed? Two baby koalas? No, when they're that's disgusting. No, it when is. they were adults. Well, so you want only you want one adult and one baby koala? <laughs> you want them both out? You want I mean, well, you grow to the adults. Surely and then you make them kiss each other then. I just, I just want to keep making money off the koalas. Yeah, so I want them to have the little tiny koala babies at some point. Okay, that's good. Uh, is that, was that a good answer? I don't it feel like that was a very good answer. It. Have you ever tried sushi, do you think? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Everyone has. It's an odd question. It's an odd question to write, isn't it? I wonder if this will keep people, this will keep people on their toes. I mean, have they ever tried sushi? Yeah. Oh. How many, how many is normal? I should do a poll about this. How many pieces of sushi is, is normal to eat? In one sitting? Yeah. It's a good question. Because yeah. I always get, they always give me two sets of chopsticks. Right. And I'm like, oh, 
Okay. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying. Well, I find it because often they're, cle- they're clever with uh, sushi because they put it on a conveyor belt and so you don't quite know how much, you, you know, can't, if you sit in a restaurant, have you ever done that? Yeah, but you have around? to keep the bowls so you do Yeah, but now. then they come and take them away so you never know. Oh, they come and they're constantly you go to fancier up. places. So you lose, <laughs> I go. you lose track of how much you've eaten. So I don't know how much I eat. But if I was going to order, I'd say 12 pieces of sushi. Are you kidding? Yeah. Tw- oh, you no, are I'm kidding. not. I'm saying 12 pieces. 12 pieces? Yeah. How many would you have, Sophie? Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever go and see uh, the Bog Bodies in Copenhagen Museum? The what? In Bog Bodies in Copenhagen. There's loads of Bog Bodies. Bog Bodies. Bog Bodies. <laughs> I don't know what that is. You're from Denmark. Well, I, What's this? You're your probably main saying thing it wrong. Bog. B-O-G, like a bog. Yeah. Do you know what a bog is? I mean, Do you have a problem with words that have B and G in them? <laughs> Is that what uh, we never got? We never learned that being English. There were, those pages were missing. Uh, do you mean the Danish <laughs> word? Bog bodies. <laughs> I mean, the English word is probably in Danish. It's big. Bog. Bog. Bodies. I don't know what you're talking about. A bog about. is like, uh, you know, like made of peat and it's mud- muddy and like in the old days. Like it's made of like mud, like quicksand and stuff. You know, like in movies where people go into quicksand. But it's like not made of sand, it's made of dirt. And in the old days in Denmark, with the Vikings and stuff, as punishment, they used to chuck people into the bogs and they'd die. And they chucked him. Some... What, where is it? It's like a. What where is, is it? it? No, what is it? What is it? You can't just say it's something, something mad. That's all I heard. Bog? You probably it's a bog. It you know, like a toilet. Oh, yes. Yeah. In England, we call that a bog. Really? Yeah, because what it is, it's a fetid mass of. Feces and shit and stuff. So, like the Toilet Brothers. <laughs> body, bog, bodies. My like body, this is my body. Oh, bodies? Yes! But that would be like buddies, like friends. Well, they are so friends like, in the end. So, like mud bodies. They're body. <laughs> You've not been to see them. This is the best thing I saw in uh, Copenhagen. Was it in Copenhagen? Yes, it's famous for the bog bodies. The most famous thing, the mermaid bog bodies. Probably someone put their finger in a dike. It's the same place. They all like, did that. Are you doing, like, a surreal comedy no. thing? Google. Yeah. Put in Bob. <laughs> bodies. I'm going to put in Copenhagen. Look, Bob Bodies Denmark is the second in. <laughs> says Bob Bodies Dublin, weirdly, is the first thing. <laughs> I didn't even think to ask Graham about the Bob Bodies. <laughs> but he would have known about it. Bob, there's Bob Bodies on the British Museum. When I went to, on my 40th birthday, like nine years ago, tomorrow, six days ago, <laughs> I went to the British Museum in the morning with Ben Moore and we went to look at the Lindau man who's uh, called Pete Marsh. That's his funny name. The, the, it's like a mummy. It's not like a mummy, no. It's very different. Uh, I can do it in Danish for you. Okay. Alle de best bog titler finder du hostoritel prof gratis i 14 Dutch. 
How's that going? Can you do that again? <laughs> Storytell, bogger, storytell.dk. You didn't say that. You didn't, it's like a zombie thing. It's That's a, like a, a, a bog body is a human cadaver that has been naturally mummified, so you were right. Uh, <laughs> It's not like a mummy, though, because it's not wrapped up in uh, cloth and stuff and it doesn't come alive in I know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell it's a t- tell, tell, tell something man. Yeah, so do you like those? <laughs> <laughs> They're all right. They're all right. Look at his little face. He looks like he's asleep, doesn't he? I'd like to take a video of it, but that's how I take my videos. Look at his little face. Ah. Oh, <laughs> what's it called in Danish, though? Can you find out? Uh, what's it called in Danish? Yeah, because that might... Trigger my I think this might be. Uh, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a bit of dead air, but I think it's going to be worth it. Gordon Hibbert Tillyventir. Lid Bogger with a. It's got an yeah, cross a across bit. the O. No, that's not it. That's Augie Bogger. That's e books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because B O G is yeah. book. Okay. In Denmark. Well, so no I think wonder it's confusing. <laughs> They used to chuck them in the box, and then, uh, you know, they died. But then the joke's on the people who chucked them in, because where are they? Not in museums. <laughs> I, I went to that... Is that, like, what's the place in Paris with the, the death? <laughs> no, don't, no, no. The underground thing okay. with the... Those ones, yeah, yeah I, I almost got stuck <laughs> down there. Because they don't tell you that you have to walk up a lot of stairs to get right. back up, and it's quite a long time. Yes. Like, my legs stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get up. But that's, that's not the same. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen a ghost, Sophie Hagen? No, but... I asked you this before. I know I've been in... I mean, if you believe in it then I've been in rooms with them. <laughs> if you don't believe in them, I've yeah. been in rooms with my crazy friend who thinks yeah. they were there. My friend believes, like, she's, she will always... She lives in this really old flat, and she, you know, she believes in them. So she would always... Would be, and I, she knows I don't want to hear about it, but she would sometimes just look right over my head, and then I'd go, what? She'd go, oh, nothing. <laughs> and I could tell me. She's like, no, no, it's fine, they're friendly. <laughs> I hate her so much. We went backpacking. We're at this weird hostel in Spain, I think. And it was one of those where when we first asked if we could get in, they said, no, uh, there's all, there's, there are no rooms left. And then we were like, I was just asked again, I think, I was sure. And he went, oh, actually. And he found like a special key under a special book, under a special whatever. And then he took us into this room that was like, it looked like it was a not normal like hostel room, but it there were some extra beds in there, like looked like a storage room of some sort. And my friend just couldn't sleep, and she kept saying, there's someone over there, there's someone over there. And I was like, oh, good night. <laughs> and the next morning she said, she had like a story about something, and she kept saying it was a sick child, and I was like, duh, that's horrible. And then the, when we went out, the, uh, the building right next to ours was like a chil- an old children's hospital. Thing. It was, you know, I know what you, you know, she could have seen that on the way in, yeah. or Googled it, or she's creepy as fuck. Her grandmother, like she, I love her, but I hope she's lying. Like I trust her so much, but I hope she's lying about everything. They have like a family ghost, and I told the story on stage about it, and now they want me to tell the story every time because her grandmother's house there was a ghost, and 
she would used to say, like, <laughs> we found out when we were staying in her grandmother's house, and she said, oh, don't worry, it's a friendly ghost. And when I tried to ask why they thought it was friendly, it was because once her grandmother had been pushed down the stairs, and she said, no, but that, that's when they found out that she had cancer, because she had to be taken to the hospital. <laughs> Like that's the stupidest. The ghost didn't. The ghost didn't necessarily know that. It could have just been trying to kill her. <laughs> and I told it on stage, and and then the grandmother died, and now they want me to tell the story every time I'm with her family as kind of like a reminder, like a nice story about her grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. But she keeps. She believes in all of those things. But well, she'll be a ghost now, as well, won't she? So she can the get her own back. Yeah, yeah she can probably. Get her own back on the guy for pushing her down the stairs. <laughs> it's gonna be like. Or on the, you know, maybe they can only interact with human beings, but she can find out the relatives of that person, the descendants. The, the 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 mansion that the grandmother lived in was this old. It was apparently like the story goes. There's these two eagles out in front because apparently Hitler. Uh, came over and saw the house and went, I want that house, nice. placed some eagles there to kind of let them know, and then, you know, he died, and yeah. he never got... But it was it was that good of a house. Yeah, you need to put some eagles at the front too. Why don't you just put, like, this is Hitler's house <laughs> on the door. Keep out. This belongs to Adolf Hitler. I've heard that so many... There's so many stories about Hitler wanted to live in different places. Oh, really? Oh, there was, there's loads of, like, his headquarters were going to be uh, in Duquesne Court in Bannon. Which would be very... I mean, it's not... It's nice. It's not that nice. But wasn't he somewhere... bombing... He never England. bombed Duquesne Court, though, did he? Said, Keep away from that. <laughs> and if you see an eagle, that's what it was. If, you, if you're flying over and you see some eagle, two eagles... Don't bomb that place. That's he just he didn't. He didn't want people to send him stuff. He didn't. So I was. I found a funny story about you. You Uh-oh. telling a story on. Uh, there's a, a very funny podcast which people might, might not have seen of Alfie Brown's, which is a sort of parody oh, yeah. of the Jerry Seinfeld one. So it's uh, comedians on buses drinking tap water. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes you on a ride on a bus and then he takes you somewhere and you drink some tap water. Yeah. <laughs> but so you told a funny story that I hadn't heard before of um, you being in an urban comedian contest. It's, it's the worst it's the worst day of my life and the best day of my life. <laughs> it happened. The thing is, for people listening who are not British, urban here means not what urban means in real life. <laughs> urban means city, okay? So when I saw there was a competition called Best Urban Comedian <laughs> of Streatham, 2012 (laughs) I signed up and and turned up and realised oh fuck and I tried to tell like I was like I'm so so sorry I'm so sorry I had no idea I know now I'm just gonna go and they were like no 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 we're not racist we're not racist I was like no no it's fine you can be I'll just go I'll just go and then I found out that it was a fem- best female urban comedian of Streatham 2012 and then the other girls who were on the lineup had it was like their first gig. Right. And I was like, there's another reason why I shouldn't be here, because at this point I'd gigged for two years, and I was like, no, 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 this is not good. But they made me go up and do it, and uh, I came second. 
It was the best night of my life. The atmosphere was amazing. Everyone was so nice. But then I, I mean, you have to know that it's so different in Denmark, and I've learned a lot. And it's not. I was. It's diff. It's so different. And I'm not. Ex- so what I. So they wanted me back to do a ten, the following Sunday. And I got nervous. I thought, can I just do... Because I'd only done three minutes, which was like 10 seconds because the atmosphere was so crazy. So I was like, oh, can I do 10? And I, I better stay and watch the show to kind of see what they're talking about because maybe I'll need to touch on the same topics. And so, I, so they were all talking about being black. So I thought, oh, maybe I should talk about being black. <laughs> and we're all in the future together, so I do know I do know that wasn't the best. So I wrote ten new minutes <laughs> about being black. <laughs> After about four minutes, uh, they started blinking the lights furiously. Like, so few, I thought, is there a fire? Like, he was so desperate to get... And they were shouting at me. And I'd clear... There was one joke. I'd cleared it with the other acts backstage. And they said, oh, it's hilarious. Do it. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them so much. <laughs> it was really horrifically racist. Uh, but I thought, well, if I'm doing it to them, they'll be fine. No. Um, so eventually, this, the MC just went on stage. This was right before... I, because I was like telling them, like, no, I'll save it. I'll, don't worry, I got this. I got this. And I, I panicked. And I don't think if you're not a comedian or if you don't do this, I don't know if you really understand. Because like, when you're on stage, there's so much panic and there's lights and you just, your brain works differently. <laughs> there's so, I'm really trying to not say this. Um, <laughs> so my mind went, what do you do when people hate you? What do you do? <gasps> Common enemy. You know, like Hitler did. <laughs> so I started saying, what's up with Chinese people? <laughs> and that just made me seem more racist. <laughs> so the MC came up on stage and like, pulled the microphone out of my hand and said, wasn't she great? <laughs> and they just went, no! And this woman in the front row, I remember her face, he just went, she's rude! <laughs> And then he whispered to me, he said, run. <laughs> and I laughed, I was like, ah, that's funny. And he said, no, seriously. And he pointed at the security guard, this huge man, he said, don't go that way. He just told me he wants to make your front and your back become one. And I was like, how, what, oh. And, and I ran out, and I ran uh, to the bus, and I got on the bus, and I got on the tube, and I went home, and I bought a plane ticket for 10 hours later. And I went back to my mom and just laid in the fetal position for a week. I was like, I'm not moving then. I can never go back. I was never invited back. I texted them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so horrible. They, I think Dane Baptiste saw it. And he's... You know, it took a while before we really got on. <laughs> and even today, he's like, oh, no, it wasn't that bad. But he, like, looks away as he says it. Like, oh, no, just could someone save me from this conversation? <laughs> it was so bad. Like, it, I can't even... It's, like, Denmark is just so... Like, now when I go back and I see, you know, open mics and stuff, you kind of go, oh, you know, casual racism, casual sexism is kind of, like, kind of... It's just normal. It's what you do. You don't know it's horrifically wrong. <laughs> like, so wrong. Like, don't yeah. do it. 
But to actually go to, you know, it's, it's, there's one thing being casually racist, but to be casually racist in an urban comedy club. <laughs> I mean, you sort of have to admire that in a way. That's, you'd think they go, well, this must be some kind of performance arts where she wouldn't come into this club and do this stuff. There must be a veil of irony. But that's kind of, in my, that's logic in my head. It's <laughs> yeah. like, no, I don't mean it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be saying it here. No, no, no. Oh, God. Tanya Moore won the competition. She was so great. And I'm so happy that she was so great. Because I couldn't... There's no way I could have... Even if I was better than her, I couldn't yeah. have won it. I couldn't have been no. like, yay! <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> the best. <laughs> have you seen a badger yet? Do you know what one is? I don't think I've seen one. No. I, I, I didn't have an iPad because there was in Sligo there wasn't any we, there wasn't, was no uh, internet access I couldn't show you it. you didn't describe I, it so that well, I well like it's, I, it's like a dog across <laughs> with a I'll put badger in and the second thing that's come up is badger 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 and I'm what is it yeah, I can't see that. I want, I want, I'm, now I'm I'm more interested in that let's see badger's animated no. music that's what a badger is though it's a cartoon one Crowling, it's called. Badger's animated music video, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> no. Well, this isn't. This is an advert for the BFG that's come up. <laughs> I'm confused by. Uh, I, mean, I, I had a character called uh, Attitudeless in... Badger. Was that one? No, no, can think... you put in. Um, can you... Yeah, should we just Google stuff for a bit? <laughs> I, I think you know, let's not test. Is let's see it? if we can kill everyone in is the audience. A, yeah, so we, we've got one down. Let's see if we can take another 300. And, that's a, there's a badge. There's three badges. Look is at them. black and white one? Oh, that's that's that. I don't know what that is, but that's, look, those are badges there. Look at them. That's what are. No, I, save I the badger, though. I've got, accidentally gone to save the badger page. We Brian Mays at the top of it. We have that. That's what, that's what, what is on his head. That's why he's That's not a, that's not a British his, animal. It's not a British animal. No, like it's like we have them too. I thought it was like whenever people Why say badger. Why do you have such difficulty understanding what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you did that wasn't what you It's like a dog. <laughs> what is that? It's like a dog. You could have just said like. You ever seen anything that looks more like a dog crossed with a sort of ferret and a skunk and stuff? That's what I said. I think. You could have just said like a large black and white. What? Hamster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have been an accurate description. I would have known if you had just... Yeah. Well, now we know. So you've learned something. You know what a bog body is? <laughs> a badger. <laughs> See what else we can get. Yeah. Get there before we... Uh, Such a hard language, really. It is. It is. Which only makes my accomplishments so much more it is. impressive. <laughs> it's quite impressive that you can do comedy in two languages. Thank but, you, you know, I... I can do comedy. I, you know what? I thought <laughs> I met a guy who does it in Finnish, uh, Swedish, and English, and he will sometimes do gigs in all three languages, just take turns when he does corporate gigs in right. Finland or Sweden. And I was like, I'm never, I'm not telling anyone in England because they're still slightly impressed that I can do this. In <laughs> does he do it regardless of what the audience is? Yeah. They say so it just takes turns. <laughs> Finish today. Bad luck. <laughs> bad luck. Swedish audience. <laughs> You'd think they'd be similar, wouldn't they? They're not. The Finnish is a weird language. It's fucking horrendous. If you could speak Finnish in English, I'd be impressed with that. It's so cool. All every single. I mean, they could do with some more. They just use K a lot. That's all they do. They just they go. Let's get rid of all the other letters. Let's not go to Denmark and make up some new ones. 
let's get rid of the most of them and just K in an I. Put K. K-, 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 K- they were so long as well. Yeah. It's like, hello. Yeah, it's very racist what you've done. There. No, it's so not. that is. Uh, I'm very, very offended, but I would like to apologise to any uh, I can say of that my it's Finnish my own. That awful. It's my own people, though, isn't it? We're all the same. No, they're, they're, they're very different in Finland. Um, where do you stand on transubstantiation? Which is. Do you know what that is? It's because it's got a B in it, I'm worried. But you might not know what it is. That's the uh, belief that, that... Do you think the bread that you eat in Holy Communion literally turns into Jesus' body, or do you think it's a symbolic of, of Jesus, uh, the life that Jesus gives us? Do you think it's literally... You put it in your mouth. You know Christianity, you have that in there. I mean, I, my understanding was Christianity came to the Vikings and you know, they, they took it up. Well, you asked me if I believe that bread is Jesus. Yeah, do you believe when <laughs> people eat bread? You know, they get you go to the church, they give you that little round bit of bread and you put it on your tongue. Do I believe that's you, actually Jesus? Do you believe? It's not Jesus when you put it in. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> it's a piece of bread, obviously. Everyone thinks that. <laughs> but then when you put it in and it goes in your mouth, then it becomes Jesus. Or do you think it, st- do you think it stays being a piece of bread, but you think, hmm. In a way, that bread is a bit like some of Jesus' body. I, I don't feel like I really want to ruin any of my uh, future. Uh, like, I don't want to be at the gates of heaven. Yeah. You know, I'll be like, we listen to that podcast. Yeah, but you know, I don't think it works. I don't think you can hedge your bets. I think they go, well, you, I didn't commit, so you let me in. They go, no, you had to commit to one. So in a way, by going, I'm not going to say which it is, then you're screwed either way. Denmark isn't religious. We don't really, you know... Yeah. I don't know anything about that. So you think, what you're saying is you think bread think just stays Jesus. being bread? It's definitely Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, you've upset a lot of the t- Protestant listeners to this uh, <laughs> podcast now, that's all I can say. So please direct your... You but can easily find out her address, you can uh, calculate <laughs> it. But they don't get us angry, do they? Like, if you piss off Protestants, they'll be like, meh. Where, if you yeah. piss off Catholics... Catholics. Now you've, now you've managed to do both, I think. <laughs> now, you've sided with the Catholics and then said Catholics are all insane and will attack you <laughs> if you suggest a piece Just of bread. Historically, I don't know. I think they're, bo- I I think they're both know. pretty bad. I'm, I'm going to stop uh, talking. No, I'm trying to get you into trouble. I know. Uh, so, uh, I don't know, we've got loads of time left. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> Have you got what it takes to be a spy? No. Ah, that's very good. Um, a lot of celebrities have died in 2016. I don't know if yeah. it's hit Denmark as badly as uh, the rest of... <laughs> they still died yeah. in Denmark as yeah. well. Um, well, there might be other celebrities we don't know of uh, who have died in... Uh, which... Um, which celebrity death has hit the hardest in 2016? So far, by the time this comes out, there'll be more... And people look and go, why didn't they choose the Queen? <laughs> why didn't they just look over, over at the Queen who died this week? Uh... <laughs> uh, it's probably pre- I think Prince Charles will die before the Queen, don't you? I don't know. How old just they? before. <laughs> they kill die, and then she'll go, ah, <laughs> And then she'll die. Reference, I have no idea. You know, the Queen is good. Uh, I know the Queen, yeah. yeah, but I don't know well, what the relationship she's making is. Prince Charles hang on. Prince Charles is her son, so uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> wait, no, no, wait. Do you, oh, this is 
you know the queen, the queen, queen Elizabeth? Yeah. She uh, has produced three children out of her vagina. And like, <laughs> even though she's a queen, she still does that the t- traditional and way. And it's... Prince Charles. Okay. Princess Anne. Prince Edward. Oh, Prince Charles is the oldest one. Okay. He'll become king, but he might not be King Charles. I thought William and the other one were her Ah, uh, the kids. queen. Yeah. Oh, wow, that would be, that'd be an impressive old vagina. <laughs> but that's because in my head, they've been the same age as the Danish princess. Yeah. And, and they, and they were came they, straight from the. Were queen. they born from some hideous old crone in Denmark? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. From some 18, 70-year-old. I've never heard of them before. Prince Miss Charles and what? Prince Charles, Princess Anne. Princess Anne. Yeah, I met Princess Anne. Are you? Jo- are you? Is it what? true? What's wrong? <laughs> is it How true? How dare you come here thing? to our country? <laughs> the more I talk Anne. to you, the more I wish I voted the exit. <laughs> I'm Princess ashamed of myself. Anne. Princess Anne, what's wrong with that? What's the last one? Prince Edward. That's a good name. Andrew. Oh, and Andrew, yeah. <laughs> we tried to not bring him up. <laughs> You've left one outreach. Prince oh, Andrew. No Prince Andrew's a. <laughs> so it's that's why that's Are you kidding? He sort of works as. A, my belief is he's sort of a pimp, an international pimp. <laughs> He sort of travels around the country getting contracts and he gets most of the money, but then he lets the people have sex with you know underage what? I girls. Don't, I, I'm uh, not gonna... to get the, that's my understanding. <laughs> I think, is it all right, Ben, if I just say that's my understanding at the end of that? <laughs> that is no longer libelous. I'm not sure about that. So I tend not to mention him because, you know, of the whole him being a paedophile. <laughs> when, I, when I like to think of a nice. A nice role. Princess Anne, who's very nice, does a lot of work for Save the Children. <laughs> and the Motor Neuron Disease uh, Charity. She does a lot of work. Princess Anne is the best one. If I was in charge, I'd make Princess Anne the, uh, the queen next. I don't... I'm not going to trust Andrew you on any of that. Prince strung up by his testicles. <laughs> and all his victims Someone come told and throw me. stuff at him. Someone told me that your queen... You better, don't start talking for a little. Just leave, just leave two seconds. <laughs> Some of that might not be able to go out. I don't think... I think... I think if my listeners hear that I think Princess Anne should be the next queen, they'll be furious. <laughs> Four kids, Queen. No, Prince Anne, Princess Anne. Main one, Prince Charles, Prince Andrew. He's a nice guy. And uh, he's one of the good guys. And Prince Edward now, the stories I could tell you about him. Uh, and then Prince Charles. Prince Charles then had sex with Lady Diana, and who was then murdered by the Prince of Philip. <laughs> Prince Philip. Yeah, and, uh, Philip the Queen's husband. Prince Philip the Queen's husband. Philip is the Queen's yeah. husband. Okay, is he still yeah. alive? I think they have. Once uh, the Brexit thing comes out, I think they all have to go back to <laughs> back to Europe again. Well, I'm hoping that's my understanding of what's going to happen. Uh, so he's still alive. He's 90. Probably by now, to be honest. <laughs> 
I don't trust the any chances of... Are. This is all... I don't trust I, it's all true. That's the, that's the terrible thing. But someone, someone told me that there was a thing that everyone knew about your queen, which yeah. was that she smokes, but no one talks about it. Yeah. So I did a whole routine on stage. Like, you know how you're a queen? And that's apparently not a thing. No. <laughs> so I don't trust anything that anyone says about your royal family. Please, you trust me. I'm a, so... Uh, uh, Prince William is definitely I, not I, the queen's daughter. There's four people I had no idea son. existed. Is what? I didn't know those four people existed. Well, you know, you should you know, work a bit harder on doing your research. I when I went to Denmark, I went and looked at the bog bodies. <laughs> I used to have a poster of uh, William, I think, you on did, my You used to have a picture wall. of William? Like a poster. Yeah. It must have been like a little kid, though, when you were a kid. Oh, what's the other one? Well, they're all... I mean, they're not... The, I suppose the they're older one. Old, new, the hot one. William was the hot one, but he's gone off, I think. I think Harry is now the hot one. If I had to, really? get, if I had to sexually... If I had to sexually objectify the royals <laughs> in the way that Prince Andrew does... <laughs> not do... <laughs> then uh, I would say Prince, Prince Harry's now the sexy one, right? Yeah. David... Oh, come on, David. Look at your shirt. Come on, you know, just accept who you are. It's fine. I'm amongst friends now. Um, he's, you know, he's, a, he's sort of turned from being... He was a bit of a... He was a plonky. He was a wally, wasn't he? And then he... Uh, and he used to dress plonky. up as Nazis and stuff. He was a plonker. Plonker? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a... A bit of a knit. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then he sort of pulled it together. He's done lots of work with the Paralympics and stuff. And he's quite sexy now, isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's almost as sexy as his dad, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's the obligatory... Who's his mother? His mother's lady died, definitely. Is it? Yeah. There's and no question about that. Are you sh- Both of them? She's had both... She had two. Then... Are that. they the next? Are there other kids? <laughs> what about the other ones? Anne and Edward and yeah, Andrew? Well, they're, they're Do they have them. kids as well? Um, yes, well. Uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew uh, had sex with Lady Fergiana and had um, Beatrice and Eugenie, who are a fucking waste of space. Um, <laughs> well, who's, I just really are. One of them had a hat once. That's, that's, that's all that's had. One of them had a weird hat. That's all they've done between them. One of them wasn't even involved in that. She's been riding that wave. What's going to happen when the Queen dies? Who's next? Well, then Prince Charles comes in. That's why my humorous joke earlier was that if she just waits until he's died, then he doesn't get to be king. And then next is William. Next is William. Okay, and then who's next? Then William William. And then um, his Han, Harry. Oh no, actually, no, George. It's, George is oh, in for him. And then, that's his new baby. And then the new one, little spud, spud face. They called a spud face. I'm learning so much um, and, about your uh, culture. So, like, the, you know, Prince Andrew is very unlikely to be king now. He'd have to pay some of the contacts he's got <laughs> to kill, like, quite a lot of his family. <laughs> 
I mean, he's got away with a lot, hasn't he? When you think about it, but I think if he went that far. So it's Phil. So the. the Philip's not going to be anything, you know. He's, no, he's, but he killed. So he killed Diana. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the thing? Is that like I the? I don't know where you got that don't from. Well, that's, that certainly came up in the bit that will be cut out. So I, I you just saying that means as an illegal immigrant in our country. <laughs> I'm going to fail the citizen uh, test. Some people think that... I mean, some idiots think that uh, Prince Philip okay. uh, murdered Lady Diana. I mean, why? It I mean, he created more problems than it. I mean, if he did it, it was a foolish thing to do. You know, people liked her and nearly destroyed the monarchy, so... Uh, did it, though? Did destroy the monarchy? But then it came back stronger and Prince Philip went... <laughs> <laughs> and then he pe- peeled off his... Human mass. Um, you're right with that, Ben. You can work. You can work around that. <laughs> He's flashing all blue on him, so it looks, it looks like uh, looks like a blue man group thing going back there. She's got a nice blue. It's quite scary. That might be the ghost. It looks like a ghost, doesn't he? He might have died. Uh, so yeah, well, look, that's interesting. That's an interesting diversion. So anyway, yeah, what were we talking about before that? Uh, who's going to die? Who's, the, who's, oh, hit you yeah. the, who's hit you the hardest in uh, clean edit? <laughs> who's, uh, who's death is... is it's going to be 20 minutes long. You'll so, be so annoyed at me. That's what makes it really funny. Um, I think it's David Bowie because yeah. uh, I had to tell my mother... She was a huge, huge fan. Yeah. And I found out we were on vacation together and she was with me somewhere where I had to do a gig. And, uh, and I saw it on social media and I was like, oh, I don't want to be the one to tell her mm. what I was. And then so I, I waited. You I waited. left it and she'd have found out. <laughs> no, I didn't want her to find out. You want to find out from anyone else? She, so I waited till she was out and then I texted her. <laughs> 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 I couldn't, be- I can't, like... We, we don't, no. No. <laughs> it's odd that with that, that is an acceptable way to let people... No, I mean, like, the thing with Twitter is you discover these things in a very shocking way now. Mm-hmm. It's some, everyone races to be the first person to tell you. So, Carolina Hearn, I just found... I was just browsing through Twitter and then suddenly all these stuff's coming up uh, about... I thought, it was, I thought it must be, like, someone else because they were referencing Gogglebox rather than everything else. Uh, I thought maybe someone had the same name, but then that's a terrible shot. When John Peel died, someone just, he texted me, this was before Twitter really, he said, John Peel dead. <laughs> nice way, isn't it? That's nice, just, John Peel dead. Smash <laughs> if that was how every, you do that face to face, please come around. Yeah, your kid's dead. <laughs> Killed in a car accident. So it's a harsh world we live in now. I don't. I don't know. I didn't know many of them. No. Because a lot of it's like British personalities. What's and I, the most? I, I've now learned. Like I now, because then you have to Google them because people are sad. And you're like, oh, why yeah. are they sad? You're like, oh, they, oh, they seem really great. Oh, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> Same with British politics. Yeah. I had no idea. And now, as they're stepping off, I'm like, oh, who was that guy? Oh, oh, good, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's usually with the politicians. It's a nice. A nice end that they don't go away in the end, but it's, I think that's interesting because when I when I I did this show talking cock all around uh, Europe, it got sort of sold all around Europe, including Denmark and Nor. I went to the big celebrity 
in Oslo, in Norway, they had a big celebrity thing of the first night of it. It was this big uh, uh, Norwegian actor uh, who was doing the show, uh, in all in Norwegian. But like, it's really weird when you go to another country and you see famous people and you just go, that's just a bloke. Yeah. That's just an old bloke in moccasins. What's he, why is he famous? <laughs> and so the whole kind of thing of fame falls, falls away because you sort of realise that that's also true of our famous people. They're just some people. I'm just you know what I mean? When you don't recognise them, never going, ah! Yeah, that's not, why are you excited about them? It's just the remember, Norwegian bloke. Did you emcee... Did you ever see the Leicester Square New Comedian like three years ago? Yes, I did. Is that where you recognise me from? (laughs) I'm just remembering something because I remember thinking that I fucked up because I asked you uh, how long you'd been gigging because I didn't know you were the MC. Okay. I remember the others being like, he's fucking famous. (laughs) I was like, oh no, I fucked up. I just remember because that was like there in that hallway when we met. We did. I was like, so are you nervous? I'd forgotten that you did that, and now I remember that I was very insulted by that girl. <laughs> but no, to be honest, I, I wasn't that surprised. I just remembered that. that oh, was that's not... nice. <laughs> you want to apologise to me now for. No, that's not okay. it. It's more. It was just, look at us now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you win the new act? No, I came third. You came third? Yeah. I was so drunk. I think I hugged you. Did you? Yeah, it was. You weren't meant. I to was hug. drunk. I think that night as well. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, I think. Not. Uh, <laughs> Don't, like, that, my daughter might be your daughter now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why my wife was so odd about it when it turned up. I don't know when I when I met you. You brought your wife to my show, and I hugged her because I felt like I knew her. Then, as I was hugging her, I realised we've never met. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. It's all right. It's continental. That's the kind of thing we're stamping out here in you. There'll be no affection between people in the new United Kingdom of England. You just remembered that. Oh, sorry about yeah. that. That's okay. Well done for coming third. Thank you. You would have come first, but when they were doing the voting, I said, don't put her <laughs> She had no idea. Do you know who I am? I was on TV when you were six years old in a different country, so I am I offended. Well, look, we've had a lovely time. Now I'm very upset that I've been reminded of my lack of fame in Denmark. And uh, even though I know all about you... Did you say you'd done a show in Denmark? Did I say what? Did you say you'd done Talking Cock in Denmark? Uh, I think I, we did that in our last conversation, maybe. Oh. Because Gordon Kennedy did it, but not our Gordon Kennedy, a different Gordon. Oh, Kennedy. my Gordon Kennedy. Yeah, you're, do you you're, have one as well? Did I say one. that in the other one? No, no, you didn't. <laughs> we've got a proper one from Scotland, <laughs> and yours just is a Danish man pretending to be Scottish. I think he has some Scottish ancestry. Gordon Kennedy is the most Scottish name you can get. How can he walk in around is that in Denmark? Pretending to be. How? Oh, I'm hello. I'm Danish. I'm called Gordon Kennedy. Fuck off back to Scotland, mate. <laughs> Where you belong? Gordon Kennedy's in absolutely. And uh, you can choose your friends as well. He was in my, my last thing I got on TV in 2000. So he did your show? <laughs> I don't understand. Your Gordon you Kennedy meant... did my talk, did Talking Cock in Danish in uh, Copenhagen. Oh, I remember, yeah, I remember you told me In that. wonderful, wonderful <laughs> Copenhagen. If I lived in Copenhagen, if I even went there, I would sing that all the time. Do you not find yourself singing that all the time? <laughs> Well, we don't. Wonderful, wonderful. We do it about there's an island called Bonholm, and we do it when we go there. Okay. 
but there's no adjective. It's just banhan, banhan, banhan. <laughs> it's the place I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see um, David Cameron? This is won't mean anything to the people at home. Today, David Cameron, when he resigned, he got, you know, he resigned today. Basically, said he's giving up in a couple of days. Uh, and he said, that's it, thank you very much, it's good, I'm going. And then he walked back into the 10 Downing Street, and when he got to the door, he still had his mic on, he went... Ah, good. And I... I wondered if he was, like, in his head... In his head, he's thinking, this will probably be in the headlines of the news. And when they'll show me going, that's it, I'm going... Do-do-do-do-do... And he was doing the music. <laughs> oh, good, that would be in there. That man was in charge of our country, do you know? <laughs> it was kind of his fault that all this stuff happened. What a prick. It's quite, it's quite interesting, like, your whole political situation. Because when you're in Denmark, you're like, ah, oh, it's a fucked country, and the political stuff is so strange and weird. It's so embarrassing. And then you go to here, you're like, oh, wait, that's, I think it's just politics. <laughs> like internationally. Yeah, this is the worst. This is really the worst thing. Like, since, you know, I, I'm not going to include uh, Nazi Germany, but since then, <laughs> Nazi Germany was a little worse than this so far. <laughs> um... I'll ask you an emergency question and then we'll let people go and uh, we'll find out. I mean, if that guy has died, <laughs> we can do without him. If Andy McH died, I'd, honestly, I'd, I'd say oh, it's sad. Now, that is sad. I'd, yeah. For my bank balance, mainly. Uh, well, it's, you even got a Virgilio Anderson t shirt, that's how. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Wampus. <laughs> um, I'll ask you one last final question. If you could jump into a pool of something, Sophie Hagen, but anything you wanted, what would be in the pool you jumped into? Uh, for how long? <laughs> be in it? You'd jump in and then you could get out straight away if you wanted, or stay and wallow in whatever you had chosen to put in it. For how long? Your, your, it would be your choice. And Once you're in, it's your choice. Stay in as long as you like. Are there other people around? No. No? No, because they don't want to jump into a pool or whatever you want to jump into. So and, unless it's a pool of water, which would be a weak answer to anything. Okay, so we're not. I'm not. I can't be like realistic and just be like, I'd like a week with my own private pool. Yeah, you can have that. <laughs> yeah. Just water. You can't. No people. Oh. Could I take what? stuff from the pool with me up? I think if it's anything that stuck to you, you could keep. <laughs> so if you jumped into a, a, you know, ungulant of some kind. Slightly sticky 50-pound notes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be really sweaty. Yeah. I think you'd be allowed, you'd be allowed to take a, a, an armful, I think, of that. Yeah, and yeah. then just squeeze... <laughs> Would you be concerned that by... I mean, I suppose it's what height you jump into it from. Wouldn't you be concerned oh, yeah. you might oh, hit the bottom and can die? I, I, can I just, just, just roll into it? <laughs> you can roll. <laughs> I have to jump. You have to jump. Like you have to jump to get this £50 note's worth of stuff. One last question. <laughs> Should penis transplants be allowed? <laughs> What's that? Like, where you make them... Where someone uh, loses their penis, 
you know, that's the way it's useful currently. Someone loses their penis and then they get someone else's penis. Whose penis? Well, that's the big question, isn't it? And that's where, that's where the ethical lines start to grow. Because what no, if they I go, think. I fancy Richard Herring's penis? No one's going to specifically mm, ask. They are. They, well, they might have heard about it. <laughs> if, if they've they heard go, about it, they're it. not going to want to. <laughs> but the thing is, if someone loses their penis, it's yeah. probably a reason, and yeah. that person probably doesn't deserve a new one. Wow, that's <laughs> very harsh on... Very harsh on people with. Very harsh on people with cancer of the penis. There. Oh, is that a thing? Is that a thing? I would say so. That's the you know upset the Roman Catholics, people at home. What? Very upsetting for, and also you've upset the people uh, lose their penis in botched circumcisions. <sighs> so you've been very offensive at the NPA. I don't know, hope Prince Andrew is listening to this. Be <laughs> <laughs> furious when he hears about this. As long as you really need it, yeah, and you you can't be picky. Well, that's the interesting thing, you know. Yeah, you we, can't. You just you have to. Well, you just have to take whatever is given to you. Because that's what you do from birth, right? You can't be like, oh, I want a new one. But yeah, if you get the choice, if someone says we're going to give you another one, yeah, I would the, go, well, can. okay, no, I'm going to have a little think about this one. No, you can't, because you just, just take the penis. Bring that... me, bring me a tray with all the <laughs> available penises that are a match for my tissue type, and I will pick one out. No, that's not... No, and no, pump no. them up so they're erect so I can see. No, because then, because then people could lie. Then people could be like, oh, I just lost Yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I'm, That's what everyone goes, it's a good idea. What if rich people start hunting beautiful penis men down, like in a jungle? Oh, and it all comes back to you. <laughs> it does. That's what I'm worried about. But that's oh, why my, my, my rule is better, where you don't get to people... You just get the one you're... Yeah, that seems harsh. No, I don't think so. What if it's an animal penis? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then what? Then what? That's, that would, that's what you want, though. You want one of those that like, have this little thing that blows up so you can't. Is that dogs? <laughs> don't look at me. You know exactly. You've done shows, but you know exactly what I mean. There's animals where it, like, the, the tip of it becomes like a little ball or something, and then right. they can't, she can't pull away. Oh, yeah. It you. can't pull away. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you? This is the thing. <laughs> you're looking at me the way I look at you when you talked about the royal this family. This is how it works in Denmark. <laughs> and I, a dog's not. Are there not animals out? Don't look at me like he looks at me. You fucking followers. <laughs> it was when you went to she Google rather it. than it. That Google is. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll just Google dog's penis. I can't imagine that. I can't imagine that having an impact on my. Uh, balloon. On my Put balloon. Dog's penis. <laughs> you know that has never come up in that sort of you know they suggest things that's not suggesting and that's just one let's have a look my dog's penis is swollen up like a balloon and will not go back exactly. out of my vagina <laughs> my dog's penis keeps swelling up like a balloon why is my dog's penis out and inflated like a balloon my dog's penis is swollen like a balloon and got stuck outside of my pe- male dog penis, like my male dog penis, <laughs> is swollen at the tip like a balloon. He's. I've got to read this one. We might, we might be here for some time if you don't want to hear it. This is Yahoo Answers. My male dog penis is swollen at the tip like a balloon. He seems to be in pain. What should I do? Question mark. Question mark. My dog is not fixed and is about one and a half years old. Uh, then there's an advert for coffee tables. <laughs> 
This may be a bit unexplicit, but the dog may just, well, have pleasured himself. After completion of the mating act, the dog's penis will become quite swollen. There'll be a knob at the base where the penis leaves the sheath. Some people are getting off at this at home. That's why <laughs> the rest will be very red. And the veins quite prominent. Some dogs get a bubble-like swelling at the top. Did I not just win this? I don't think you should be proud of knowing what, how, what happens when this a dog is, gets an erection. That's common knowledge. That's common, common knowledge amongst people who've had sex with dogs. <laughs> like so All who've just done the research. Yeah. Many people Everyone knows that, right? <laughs> I feel if there are any people um, listening who have this problem, try putting a cool cloth on it to reduce. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be fun, wouldn't it, to get your... Here's a cool cloth around your penis. I think the dog will get more excited by that. I know I would. Just tell my dog... owner would to do that to me. Just tell the dog about your mother and it will lose <laughs> the balloon. Well, that was an unexpected end, and I don't think we should, literally in every sense, uh, we've swollen up like a balloon. I, felt, I thought everyone knew that. Yeah. You've embarrassed yourself in so many ways. I, so I, I feel it now. <laughs> can we cut out uh, the whole bit? Yeah, we probably can. <laughs> like the whole podcast. Yeah, we'll send you that one with all the bits cut out. <laughs> we're, gonna, I'll send, we're just going to put out the bits that have to be cut out. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, so, it's been lovely to talk to you again. Yeah, Thank a, you. What's your new show in Edinburgh called this year? It's called Shimmer Shatter. Okay. Edinburgh's probably finished by the time this goes yeah, out. Yeah, but no. I'm, I'm touring it. Are you? Yeah. Everywhere? Everywhere. Cool. Shimmer Shatter. My fans yeah, are <laughs> shimmer that? shatter. And what's that? What's that about? Uh, the show? Yeah. It's about how I don't know how to function as a human being, <laughs> <laughs> which I feel has come across. I feel no, like I've advertised the show quite well. I think well. this is mainly my, <laughs> my fault. My basic personality. I, I think what's happened tonight is I will take the responsibility. For really? Yeah. That's so kind of you. Because it's been beautiful. It's been a wonderful experience. <laughs> uh, it's fun, you're a fantastic comedian. Everyone must go and see you. Thank and you. thank you very much for coming in. It's Sophie Hagel, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Sophie Hagel. Thank you very much for coming. Next week sold out. Don't know who's going to be on the week after that. Goodbye. How'd you like them sky potatoes? (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thanks for listening. RichardHerring.com slash gigs. GoFasterStripe.com for all my books, downloads, all that sort of shizzle. Oh, yeah, I know all the cool words. And um, would love to see you on the, on the Can I Have My Ball Back tour if you can make it. Bye.